Hello everyone, it is me, Lee Moore, and welcome to my podcast for today. I'll be going over sort of a... Just kind of how my life is going right now. This is what the podcast is going to be about. Um, So it will be divided into five sections. One, the introduction that you are hearing right now. The second being about my school, schoolwork and all that good stuff. And then work in general at Dairy Queen and stuff related to that. The fourth one will be about my personal life outside of all of that and possibly some other stuff. And then I'll just conclude and wrap everything up. So, um, yeah, if you, um, or, well, what I should be saying right now is get ready to sit through this for a long time or you can just click off now and don't care about it. It's going to take a little bit for me to get everything out of my head. And I'm just using this to let everyone know where I'm at right now in my life. So, yeah. So let's move on to how I'm doing with school. Right now, um, there's not really a lot of things about school that I have a concern for right now besides, well, just my classes, ACTs, and stuff like that. But um, the main one is that I'm taking a bunch of new classes. One of the classes that I'm I'm not taking is pre-calc or any sort of math-related subjects. I swear to God, I'm not going to do that anymore because I realized um, for my first year being in college, I came to a realization that I hate math with all my heart and soul. I I hate it. I don't want any association with it. The only time I'll be doing math from this point forward is simple real life math and then um, ACTs and SATs. That's pretty much all I'm doing for that. So yeah, Um, I, I think I'm taking a chemistry class. And that's that's fun, I guess, because everyone loves chemistry. I, I don't really know anything about chemistry besides, like, knowing certain chemical names. I watch this guy called Niall Red on YouTube. That's about as close I'll get to actually watching anything related to chemistry. He's this YouTube scientist guy who does experiments for fun and whatever. That's all I pretty much know about chemistry. So not really experienced in that realm, but I think I'll be getting used to it. Another American literature class because of English credits for the high school, um, sociology, and um, life wellness. So yeah, more social stuff like sociology is like understanding how people act and all that good stuff. And I want to, that's a class that I wanted to do because I'm more of a politician type of person. So I'm thinking that maybe understanding how certain groups think and how people can spread misinformation and all of that other good junk. Maybe this class will help me with that. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to it because there's actually no designated time that you meet up. You literally just have to do the assignment by the end of the week, or that's what I was told by my um, my counselor or what whatever the for the PSEO people. You got like this girl who helps you with through everything. She sets up everything for the PSEO students. And that's how she described it to me. Um I I think I have another European history class. That that's gonna be fun for me. Because I'm into that stuff. Then nothing else that's really notable. Uh I I'm I was a dumb idiot or I am. And I forgot to schedule for my ACTs and study for them this last spring. But now I I do have all my stuff scheduled and I take my SA, or my ACT on September 11th. 
how fun does that sound, right on 9-11? But besides that stupid, stupid joke, um, I'm a little concerned about it because I can't find any pretests anywhere from the website myact.com or .gov. I, I don't know what it was called, but it was their official website that they changed to this year. And, uh, yeah, I know there's four sections. There's, like, math stuff, English stuff, science stuff, and world geography stuff. And then there's also a writing portion, which I'm going to be taking. Hopefully that isn't that bad, but I don't know. I really don't know. Hope, And then I get that sent out to, like, a bunch of colleges. One of them is, uh... Well, my college that I do want to go to is the University of Minnesota Twin Cities because I want to kind of grow up as a politician within the state of Minnesota. I think being in one of those central universities that's known for having really great students would be very great. And also having urban experience will help me for becoming a politician in the future because I've experienced my entire life within the scope of someone who lives in a a rural city. So hopefully... Um, that will help moving somewhere else. And hopefully my ACT score will be pretty good. And if it isn't, then I'm going to retake that test. And yeah, we'll see how fun that goes. And then SATs are going to be fun. So yeah, that's how that's going. I kind of doubt that I'm going to do like 100% the best. I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be a Gavio Yan or a Caden Voller. No, no doubt in my mind, I'm not going to be that good, but... Hopefully I do good enough because I don't necessarily think that doing that test will reflect how I will act as a politician. Acting as a politician is more of understanding the people and then using your own sort of interests and combining those to become an effective person that can lift people's spirits up and hopefully make the the state of Minnesota a better place than it already is and then maybe one day I'll be able to help this country. Which is always what I've wanted to do since I was like 14. I've always wanted to help this country and try to solve the division that is currently between the two most political parties. I'm not even sure which party I want to join, but I'll probably see that through when I'm trying to get my bachelor's degree in political science. I'm not even sh- and I still have uncertainties on what type of job I would apply for, but... I'll I'll probably get that prepared for during my senior year. I'll have a decent understanding of it. Or maybe I won't because I'm only becoming an adult this year and it's going to be a lot of stress on me. And it's also going to be very new to me about my outlook on this world. I'll have so much freedom from what I have now living in my mother's house. But we'll see how that goes. Um... All right, uh, also related kind of to school, I guess, um, football. I was asked many questions by people in my immediate friend group and by some other people part of the football team if I'm joining. My answer is now I'm certain. Um, it used, I was on the edge a little bit like a couple of weeks ago, but now I have a certain answer. It is no. I will not be joining football this year because I'm going to be – MHS president, I'm going to have to work every weekend, and then I have to take classes, and some, I believe my chemistry class for doing stuff in the lab lasts from 3 to 4 or 4 to 5 or something like that, so that wouldn't work for a specific day that they would want us outside, because I know practices, from what I hear, are Monday through Thursday and Fridays off, 
unless if something changed, but still wouldn't make too much of a difference because I'm working Saturday, Sunday, if not Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that just wouldn't work. And what I have heard about football right now is that they're down a lot of people and a decent amount of linemen aren't joining back. I heard that all they had right now was Gavin Loveless, Braden Skifstead, and then that's all I have kind of confirmed in my head, but I imagine Cameron Schultz will be there. Uh, don't have high hopes for Owen, and I highly doubt Lemon's coming back, but he might. Um, I know Kenyon said he's not coming back. He actually talked to me in person, said that he had too much stuff to do. So, yeah. Um, and then they also have something with they're, – they're having to get a new captain because the quarterback for the Broncos, Ben Gloak, was caught drinking. And as you know, you have to be totally one to drink. And, you know, that, that's kind of stupid. But, you know, um, I, I, I guess that happened. And he can't be a head captain anymore for that reason. And, like, here, here's what I'm going to say about that. Here's my comment on Ben Glock doing that. That's pretty stupid of you, Ben. You should you should know better. Well, everyone should know better within the, the jock group, but I know a decent amount of them drink. I don't go to any of their parties and participate in drinking because it's not really something I found that would be fun. If I found it fun, I might have done it, but... I don't really find that stuff to be enjoyable. So, yeah. And maybe parenting has a little bit to do with it. So, yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit. Or well, I think I'm going to be talking about Minnesota Honor Society president and what's going on with that. Because I'm not really sure what's going on. But, yeah. So, this is kind of the section about school. And, yeah, that will be it for now about my school situation. So, yeah, let's move on to some work-related issues. About work, um, I work at Dairy Queen, as all of you should know by this point. And nowadays, I work more um, kitchen than front counter, which front counter, if you don't know, is where you make the ice cream and you see the guys. And kitchen is where you don't see the guys and they make your chicken strip baskets and all that good stuff. So, yeah. But... Dairy Queen, I will be honest, has had an issue with having maintainable staff in that most of our staff is underexperienced or even just trainees in general. And then the rest of it is just supervisors that are constantly stressed out about just trying to deal with the trainees all the time. Because we were out of state in the past before, I would say uh, before April of this year, we were actually in a more stable position. We had... Uh, a decent amount of people, even though we lost a bunch of people in December of 2020, it was still sustainable. But after we got all of those trainees at the same time and business started amping up, it just became more and more difficult for all of us to try to handle that. And coincidentally, during that time, I switched to kitchen. I switched to kitchen mainly just to get more experience in doing kitchen because I want to be a more reliable worker. But then I also haven't been working front counter and dealing with that stress a lot. But I have dealt with a couple of those shifts, mainly in April and May. But besides that, I haven't really experienced much, but I've heard a lot. I remember my good old friend Carson had had to work with a lot of trainees and then with a supervisor who would always cry in the back. I'm not going to be saying specific names, but 
Car, I'll, I'll mention Carson. He is a, a worker. He has about he has a little more experience than me in kitchen and not much experience for front counter. Even though he claims that he has a lot of experience up there, but I can see that he doesn't. But he can say whatever he wants. I'm not gonna argue anything. I, I know what the truth is. But he he had to deal with all his all his uh, trainees uh, at the point at that point. I think it was like in May. It was either May or June, I believe, yeah. Really stressful days. Just a bunch of trainees that don't know what they're doing. And you have, like, Carson that doesn't know everything or can't do everything quick. Because he he knows front counter. He just doesn't know it to, like, how I know it or how supervisors know it. And then, like, the supervisor is, like, crying in the back. Just a a lot of times. This person usually does a lot when there's a rush one hour from closing. And just to let everyone know, we close at 9 o'clock. So stop coming in after 9. We no longer close at 10. Why? Well, I believe one reason was because of the moolah. And then another reason was because of the employees. Um, and I won't go into specifics about employees because it is more than just trainees. Um, that's causing that. Uh, my sister is the new is one of the newest people. Um, her name is Hannah, and she's a really great worker that is actually learning much quicker than I anticipated her to learn, but she seems very committed, and she is an Anderson. That is much better than all of you watching this. We are more than you inferior beings. No, I'm joking, of course. Um, she's just learning a lot faster than your typical trainee. I'm not sure if it's because the trainees are being very slow on purpose, or if my sister is just learning at a faster pace. Hopefully it's just that my sister's running at a faster pace because if we have all the other trainees that are being extremely slow for no reason, then then there's a problem that needs to be discussed. But besides that, we, right now I would say that we're in a better state that than what we were at like two months ago. We're at a point where business is a little lower than usual. So this gives more time for supervisors to train in trainees and to get everything done before we close on time. And it's just been getting better. I was actually tempting on quitting like at least three times throughout the summer and going to somewhere else. I was considering Super 1 as my option, but ultimately Carson coursed me out of doing it. And then one time I was just going to do it without Carson really caring. But... Because of my sister possibly being hired, I decided not to. Now that she is hired, I'm not going to leave unless if she does. So, yeah. We're at a better state, and I'm happy with where we're at right now. Um, Okay, so since I work at Dairy Queen, guys, who do you think our new competitor is in town? Well, that's Duncan and Baskin. This is my views on what they're looking at right now. Um. I will say that one of the workers from Dairy Queen, a very unreliable one that was a, a, a much newer one, like four months new, they um quit recently, and I think they had their last day. I think they're having their last day today of this recording. They work a closing shift. I'm not going to identify who they are, but they're a very unreliable worker that... Uh, that um, Well, he just doesn't do his job properly. I'll give you the, the fact that he is a he. And he was fired from Chocolate Moose at one point, I believe, or he quit. I think he got fired from Chocolate Moose for not 
because he had a shift at Dairy Queen and then another one at that um chocolate mousse and uh he decided to be a bad boy and ditched the shift at Chocolate Mousse and go to Dairy Queen and got fired for that. And then now he's quitting Dairy Queen and today's his last day. And now he works at Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins. Um I will have a warning to anyone. He is not the best worker at all. He's a very lazy human being in general, and he barely does his job properly. He left because uh, he said he'd be getting paid more at Baskin Duncan, which I believe they're starting wages, $18 an hour, which is kind of insane considering that more than half of the businesses in town won't even give you raises up to like $16. And, like, the starting wage at Dunkin' Baskin is 18. But I'm assuming they're only working so many shifts there. But if they are working, like, four to five days, then that's pretty insane. But, yeah. And then his other reason was that we weren't treating him properly. But but what we mean by that was we were telling him to do his job, and he didn't. So, yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like being told to do something productive. He, he would rather just sit around and swear and cuss. But um, if anyone wants to know who this person is, um, I'll, I'll give you this and only this. Um, if you see a, a really bad male worker at Dunkin' Donuts, it's probably him. I've been to Dunkin' quite a few times within the past week or two. And by that, I mean like nine to ten times. Three of the times I went there just to look at stuff. And then the other like four to six times I went there just to order stuff. For either my friends at um, at an undisclosed location or just for myself. I tried their avocado toast this morning and it was actually pretty good. And then I tried their classic ice brew or whatever it's called. Not the best. And then I tried their Bavarian donut bullcrap. Didn't taste good at all. I don't think I'm a donut guy or they're just not cooking their donuts properly and they're just kind of dry all the time so they're probably just leaving their donuts overnight which is really bad and that's a good way to end up like Tim Hortons if you want me to be completely honest but uh, yeah that, and how how do I think Duncan and Bastion is going to do to Dairy Queen I think Dairy Queen is ultimately going to thrive way over Duncan and Baskin because right now they're solely operating off of newer trainees and um corporate that it was sent in from the 20 cities I'm, I'm assuming or just somewhere across America and after those people leave and then it was give, and then management is given to local people it's going to end up like Tim Hortons no one's going to want to go there and they're going to make very poor products and then they're going to end up shutting down because of money and it's going to end up as another empty building within the next year or two but be, like the thing is, um, Dairy Queen has a unique soft serve product, which is better, which which I believe is better than Baskin Robbins ice cream for these reasons. This is my opinion, by the way. Number one, our ice cream, in my opinion, you get more for it for less. For to get two scoops of ice cream and two scoops is like, uh, if you look at the palm of your hand and just the palm, um. Shrink the shrink the circumference of your palm. Like if you got your palm and got a circle around your palm that fit the entire thing, shrink that by about a half inch. And that's about the circumference of ice cream you're getting. And it's about two inches tall for each scoop. 
And if you get two scoops, that's already like near $5. For reference, you can get a, I think a small blizzard for near the same amount of money and probably double the amount of ice cream. And at Dairy Queen, you have more of a customizable option. We can make you anything. Like, you don't even need to order stuff off of the menu at Dairy Queen. You could just say you want some things combined and we'll probably do it. You might get upcharged for it, but hey, it's better than only getting so many options at Baskin's. And then their food options at Dunkin' aren't that much either, but I do recognize that they're more of a coffee and ice cream place. But Dairy Queen has the chicken strip baskets, and those things are amazing to the people around town. I don't know why, but they are apparently. I, I have to make them every single day, and a lot of number twos and number fours and number ones, which I don't necessarily like making number ones, but everything else, we get a lot of those orders and a lot of number ones still don't like it. And then number six is crispy chicken sandwiches, that which are becoming famous for some reason. So yeah, um, I believe Dairy Queen's going to thrive after this um, next month. Like in this, in September, you're gonna see the difference. Um, I I put money as a category, but I don't really think I need to talk about my financial situation. But I I guess that relates more to my vehicle. Right now, I'm paying off a loan for my vehicle to build credit. I did not realize that my mom took out one that's being built onto my own accord. And I'm building credit very slowly. Um, I'm, I'm paying everything on time. But these next couple of months, it's going to be a little shaky. But my mom says that I should be okay. So I pretty much have no disposable income. And when I do, it's only on a very... I, I'm. It's usually really slim on how much I can get. I usually keep less than $100 on me at all times. So yeah, if anything gets messed up, I'll have to just tell my mom about it. But my financial situation isn't really much of a concern considering that I do live under my mother's household and that I will be protected. And And I don't really spend my money on anything like dumb, like alcohol or anything. The closest thing I have to that is G Fuel, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's kind of how like the work situation is. Um, how does my vehicle tie to work? Well, all the money that I get from work pretty much just goes straight into the vehicle to pay it off because the vehicle is like about 12000 to get. It was a, a used 2017 Chevrolet Equinox, and it's a, an amazing vehicle that is very cool to ride. Much better than my 2004 Pontiac Bonneville. So, yeah, that's kind of my work situation. Now let's talk about some more personal things. Why not? All right, now. So, uh, personal things about me. This is just kind of a a very rough category. Just talking about, like, the vagueness of my summer and whatnot. Or it's kind of just a vague topic. It kind of talks. And it's kind of a a broad subject, a broad umbrella of things. Like, I'll t- tell you about my summer. Um, So, right now, it's the end of the summer, pretty much. I'm having to prepare for school, so it's pretty much the end of the summer for me. But we do have a couple more things coming up in the next two weeks, and then that's it. Um, This summer was a pretty smooth one. Not a lot of things that we did. I did uh I did go on vacation to Las Vegas and that experience I will never never forget. Uh good god. That place um 
is extremely dry and extremely hot, and I barely sweat there, even when it was 113 degrees on the first day when we arrived. I only sweat when we went to the Hoover Dam. That place is extremely humid, and I almost had a heat stroke, or, or not really, but you get the point. I did many things there. I um, went to Omega Mart. That was one of the more notable experiences there. If you don't know what Omega Mart is, you should look it up right now. It is a, a supermarket, but there's something weird about it. Um, yeah, so look that up if you want to. Uh, I, I, I did see the, the Las Vegas, the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. It's much smaller than you think it is. Like if, if I had to say how long the sign was, it was probably like 15 feet wide at most. And it was about 8 feet tall, something like that. Wasn't really a big sign. Like for reference, its height in general was about like the size of I I would say like a small house in International Falls. That's how tall it is. Not like an extremely flat house, like an apartment building sort of thing, or like a trailer park. Like a smaller house that you'd find in like the more urbanized parts of town with massive amounts of houses. Like a, a one story house that has kind of like a like, I would say, like, a slanted top, almost. Like, both both the left and the right side part of the building go up at a point, and that's probably as tall as the sign was. Not really remarkable in any way, but... Hey, it was cool. I got to see the sign, and I got to touch it. It felt like, um... The, the sign itself, it feels like, um... Uh, you know, uh... uh Kind of feels like if you went to like a worn down amusement park and you, and one of the attractions had like uh, flaking off, yeah, fl flaking off paint and you kind of touched the part that had the flaked off paint. It had like that weird gritty feeling with also the glossy feeling from like a paint structure. So yeah, not that fun. It's just a sign at the end of the day. Uh, many skyscrapers there. There was a Trump Tower there if anyone's interested into that. Flashing lights all the time, people not wearing clothing, alcohol, marijuana, dispensaries, probably like everywhere. I, I could probably just went outside. I, I was at uh, the Grand View Hotel, whatever. It was right next to the South Point Casino. And I could have probably walked down the street and pointed out a marijuana dispensary. They have a ton of them. It doesn't, seems pretty cool there. Uh, tried to find some dragon fruit there. They don't have it in Vegas because they're stupid. But they did have lychees and those things are... Basically, if you want something that kind of tastes like soap but isn't soap and it's kind of like a grape texture, you, you get those things. So, yeah. Like, the Hoover Dam, the sign... Just seeing all the casinos. I went to Caesar's Palace and a lot of other places. I, I can't name all of them. I went to the M&M shop there. The Coca-Cola shop there. Which are like these massive buildings that just have a lot of things made, branded by Coca-Cola. Like, I got a Coca-Cola blanket. And then I got an M&M pillow. They also had a Pepsi and a Hershey place, but my sister was too tired. So she wanted to go somewhere else, and we ended up going to an arcade, kind of like a Dave and Buster's, but what well, wasn't a Dave and Buster's? Uh, 
I don't know. Um, <sighs> um, what else did we do there? We, we, we did stuff. The most unpleasant experience was the airplane. There, there was a little bit of turbulence, but that wasn't the worst thing there. Um, the worst thing was being positioned in between two ladies that I had no affiliation with, and then going on to the inside part of the, the seating. My leg was kind of protruding out slightly because uh, I have these things called testicles, and you don't really want to crush them, so you spread out your legs a little bit. These girls were also spraying their legs like ex extreme and were like sleeping, so I didn't get a lot of space. And then I had the, I don't know if it was a Delta attendant or something like that, or just a Karen just yelling at me about how I should put my legs together. And I had to describe to them the, the situation that I was in, but she didn't care. She might hate men, but whatever. What woman doesn't hate a man for some reason once in their life for at least two days? Uh... Um, I, I got a, a pedicure, a manic, a pedicure. I believe it's a pedicure. Alexa, what is a pedicure? A noun, pedicure, can have a few meanings. Really? One, professional care and treatment of the feet. Alexa, stop. Yeah, so that's what happened to me. They, I had a pedicure with my family because that's what my mom thought my sister would want to do. And, that, and yeah, that was fun. One of the things that I don't necessarily like about my mother's plannings of vacations in general was that she never plans anything. She just does anything that she wants. She doesn't book or schedule anything. She just kind of does it when she feels like it. So we were actually excluded out of a lot of activities and a lot of places to eat. Um, I believe our last day, our full last day there, it was like... um. We were trying to find a place to eat, and it took us six hours to finally get to a place, and it was like a, I think it was like a Chipotle, because all the other fancy restaurants were shutting down early, because a new COVID restriction was placed in Las Vegas because of all the tourists, like me and my family, so those places all shut down, and then since my sister has celiac disease, which pretty much means if she has gluten, she dies. We had to find a place that would have options for her. Didn't work out. But most of the places were closing. So yeah. And we were all very stressed out. But my mother doesn't know how to plan anything. So I kind of blame all the bad things that happened on the vacation on her. For not planning anything out. If I ever have kids or go on vacations, I'm going to make sure I reserve some things when I have everything planned out. First, I'm going to get a hotel and then an airplane, or probably an airplane ticket and then a hotel. When I have that established, I'll start booking some stuff. So, yeah. I'll plan on doing that. <laughs> um, besides that, throughout the summer, I, I was mainly working this summer. I, I mainly just worked. I've been getting some pretty massive paychecks that go straight into the car. And that's pretty much it. And then I went camping out a little bit. We went on like a, a a raft or a tube or something. And like my mother's boyfriend, Nate, took out his boat and we attached the raft with the rope onto it. And we were sailing across the water and got destroyed by the water once the raft flipped. So it was fun. 
I got to drive the boat a little bit because that's something I usually don't do. That that fun, I guess. And then mainly just work. A lot of working this summer. Um, there's, I think now I'll be discussing kind of my uh, COVID thing. I have received the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. And in three days from now on the 6th, I believe. Or no, the 5th. I don't know. I think, I think it's it's this upcoming Thursday. So, uh, it's three, yeah, three days. I get my second dose. Not looking forward to that because of all the side effects people report. And um, I'm going to swell up. My sister still needs to get the time off to get vaccinated for her second dose. And by the 17th, um, my family should be completely vaccinated. And that means I can go into the college without a face mask. So yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be very, very cool. Um, my main concern right now, it's more of a politically, it's more of a political opinion and then kind of just logic. In my head, I believe if there are more benefits than costs to getting the vaccine, then everyone should be getting it. I have a lot of friends that disagree because of rights and whatever not, because of side effects, because they like, they like putting a magnifying glass on all the problems instead of seeing the bigger image of getting the vaccine. And my main concern is that there's going to be another, there's there's going to be another rise of COVID again. Because a fourth one, a fourth um, rise did occur within I believe, Ju- June and July. And I think it's still kind of happening, but it's flattening down much more. But, like, states that are having it the worst are mainly Republican states that are no longer imposing um, vaccination vaccination regulations with businesses and are also going at 100% capacity. But I, I guess Minnesota has been doing the same thing, but uh, we are the state with the most people vaccinated per capita. So, yeah, that does kind of help because Minnesota's cool in that respect. And I think only... Two people in the state of Minnesota have actually died from COVID, like the vaccine. And those were people that were in a very old and their families were compensated by the state. It's still sad to hear that that happens, but uh, we're just humans. We're just trying to make solutions to problems that we don't fully understand. And I believe this vaccine is actually helping, so... I encourage everyone to get the vaccine. I'm not going to argue against you if you don't, but I'm just saying you're more likely to be safe with the vaccine than without it. See, that's kind of my standpoint on vaccination. And that's kind of me just setting an example. Like, I believe when I am going to be acting as the Minnesota Honor Society president, um... I'm going to be making it very clear to uh, International Falls in general that we should be much more proactive than we were during the blunt of the pandemic, and it's more of a recovery period. I'm not going to. I'm not saying that we should have been more active during a pandemic when we are all fear mongering over the virus and all that other good stuff, but like, I'm just trying to get us back into the normal. Um, swift of things, if you know what I mean. I'm just trying to get us, return us to a point of normalcy.
But I know not everything's going to be normal because COVID has kind of changed everything. Within the respect of there's gonna be no more there's gonna be no more snow days because now if there's a snow day then you're gonna be going online and going on to Zoom. Um ma- masks might be required at schools again. But I know vaccinations will not be required. That's what the CDC said, that there will be no requirement for that. But masks will most likely be mandated K through 12. And I do support that, even if it does stop it a little bit. It's better to do nothing than to just say... No, it's better to do something than do nothing while just magnifying that one little problem about masks and social distancing. Um, I'm going to be trying, trying to go out more in the community and helping the community because I need to set an example for being the president of the Minnesota Honor Society. And I need to hold to myself that it's a very, um, great position to be in and one that, um, I've had the privilege of being a part of. Um, I just received a notification from Pride Palace. Don't worry, guys. Um, I... Have no affiliations with that. I'm not sure why they're texting me. And if I did have concerns that this would be repu- that this would mess up my reputation, I wouldn't have said that I got that text. Or maybe I made a mistake. You'll never know. I- I'm not sure why they're texting me. I believe I launched their subscriptions to get a free gay pride flag, but as I knew, not nothing's free in this world. I I just keep historical flags, and the gay pride one is a. Historical flag, nonetheless, if you agree or disagree with it. I own the Confederate flag. It's, I'm actually looking at it right now. It's in the corner of the room, put with the rest of the flags. It doesn't really represent me in any sort of way, but it is a historical flag, or at least a historical representation of a flag. So yeah, if you see me holding a Confederate flag, it's probably just me being like, this is what many... Um, th- th- this is the historical representation of the Confederate flag, because they did actually have... Three flags, I believe, during their time, and none of them are really used that much. It's just the the one with the massive X with the stars in the middle, or with the stars being along the X and the red background. That's the one I have in the Confederate flag that you'll think of when you think of the Confederates. That's just a historical representation of the Confederates, which I actually think it's a pretty cool design to have, but it's a little tacky, I guess. But that doesn't really represent my views on anything. It's just me collecting historical stuff. And Flags of the World, of course. Um, the, I kind of went off on a tangent again. I'm sorry. It's 16 minutes into this into this portion at the very least. You're probably in the 30 to 40 minute period for the entire podcast because I'm recording it into segments. So, yeah, as Minnesota Honor Society president, I want to be representing a truthful and honest image. And also, I want to do something that many people won't do in this position. I want people to be themselves and to have fun with whatever child life they still have left in them or their teen, non-adult life. I want them to have full fun and experience for what they have right now before it all goes away when they develop responsibilities. Because if you get to have fun now, then it becomes memories for the future that you can spread to your former friends from the past and with your family. And it will shape you as a person. And at least you'll be knowing that you've had fun in your childhood life. 
and you can possibly give that to your child that you might have in the future. So yeah, I want people to have fun while they can. <laughs> and try to get everything back to normal. I think that will help. Um, okay, besides that, uh, my G Fuel Empire. Um, as many of you know already, I own G Fuel. How much? Too much. What does too much mean? Oh, you know, about 41 tubs. Or I think it's actually in your 36 now because I sold two, two of them already because I'm done with the collection. I'm only getting new flavors now, which um, a Chili Dogs flavor is coming in either tomorrow or the next day. So that's going to be fun to try and to consume in front of my friends. That's if, if they don't all ditch me like they usually do. And that gets me into another category of things I want to talk about right after this. Um, the reason why I'm a part of this G Fuel thing and buying all their tubs is because I want to be a part of a different sort of family and have a different sort of collection. With the G Fuel collection, not only get you get to look at it, like keeping figurines of uh, JoJo characters or like of any sort of like action figure, you can look at it and play with it, but can you taste it? Well, you can taste G Fuel products approximately 40 times if you're doing it correctly, and even more. You get to relive that experience more and more, and you get to embrace that experience more than what you'd get with an action toy or a flag or a coin. And being a part of a community, like the G Fuel one, gives you a sense of family in a weird sort of way. People might not understand that, but I don't expect everyone to understand that. It makes me feel part of something bigger and something greater, and it gives me a feeling of belonging. That's one of the main reasons why I have why I'm a part of G Fuel right now. And if it wasn't for my good old friend Carson Samanyans, I probably wouldn't have continued it. Because now we've made an agreement, or well, this agreement was about a month and a half old, that when a new tub comes out, we would pay half and half for it, unless if one of us doesn't want it at all. And the other wants it a lot. And I think even that, if Carson wanted a tub and I didn't, I'd still probably give him 20. Because right now I'm in debt to him about $30, at least 10 of it for Dunkin' Donut orders, and then 20 of it for a very recent tub. So yeah, uh, I'm going to be getting him back on Thursday. Um, besides that, this one is more of a depressing topic to talk about that will still be in the personal section. Um, I feel like maybe it's just me becoming an adult. And realizing that I can't really hold on to it anymore. And that's kind of out of my control. But I feel like I'm losing all of my friends. I felt like my connections with many of them have either dissipated completely. Or are at, at an all time low. Like uh, I'll talk about House Destroyer members. Um, I'll talk about the ones that I don't talk to anymore. At any Like within the past two months I'll say as, as for reference. I haven't talked to Aaron Matassa. I haven't talked to Tristan Morris. I haven't talked to Carter Christofferson. I haven't talked to Andrew Olson. Well, that's probably a good thing that I don't talk to Andrew Olson because he apparently has some new thing going on that I shouldn't be a part of. Okay, well, there's a wasp in the room. I'm going to be letting it outside. Just don't sting me. Thank God. That thing tried to attack me. There was a wasp in the room, so I had to take care of it. Um, 
I hear Andrew Olsen has been doing more bad stuff, but I can't confirm anything because I don't have any direct communication with him or any of his friends. But from what I've heard, he's kind of the same as what he was from, from the last time I've seen him. But apparently he has a moped now and he's with a different group of people from the last one that I knew he was with. And that his mother actually blamed a lot of his problems on me. Why? Because I wasn't being with him enough. I wasn't stirring him in the right direction. His mother, uh, here I'll say it again, his mother blamed me. Not, not herself, not the one that is, has always been there for Andrew, not the biologically related one, but the boy that lives two blo- who formerly lived two blocks away from him. Not the mother. But that was when the House of Swords group still existed, and if anyone's wondering about that, no, it does not exist anymore. It stopped existing actually early May, but a new group has kind of replaced it, but not really. I think even that group's coming to an end very shortly. That's the Border Bros, so if you see uh, Border Bros on Instagram, that is our new group that I don't put, like, if it's age-sensitive content, I'll put it on Border Bros. If it's not, I'll put it on my main thing. It's just us being kids. That's all it is, really. Even if it's offensive to some people, it's just us enjoying life while we can and being stupid idiots. And then after a certain time, you have to grow out of that. Um, but now we'll move on to people that I pretty much don't have connections with at all anymore. But I have talked to them a little bit. Um, Colton Hollis, I used to be pretty good friends with him. And then he had a bunch of stuff happen within December of 2020 that affected the group. And he's just been kind of distancing himself from everyone besides Ethan Kalashaw, which is the second person. I'm actually going to put them both in almost the same sort of level. Both Ethan and Colton. Well, I have more connections to Colton than I ever did to Ethan, but... Ever since Colton's relationship issues happened with the group and then his own personal issue with that relationship, he hasn't been the same person and he's been kind of aggressive. So we decided, well, me, Connor, Carson, and Hannah decided that we'd be making a completely different group chat because we had a couple of group chats, but this one that we were in all together was Christopherson's pole board. And we decided to leave it because of there was no purpose to talk to Colton or Ethan anymore about gatherings because they wouldn't go anywhere. And when we left, he tried to add it. Colton added us back again and again until he finally gave up and said, why are they so depressed? And it, that truly shows how much Colton really cares, which he doesn't. To me, Colton seems more like a basement dweller that only comes up to hang with Ethan and his and his girlfriend, if he if he even has one still. I know Ethan has a girlfriend, and at least Ethan's relationship seems more realistic because he actually sees her. So that's good. But I'm being more critical of Colton and Ethan just because they. it seemed like they abandoned us just to be with each other, but me leaving them behind is me just kind of accepting it. So I don't really... If they can still come to Border Bro meetings and still hang out with me, but they'll have to put their own time onto mine, not the other way around. 
they'll have to adjust their schedule to me. I'm not doing it for them anymore. So, yeah. Um, Connor, man. Connor, within the last week or two, he seems like he's slightly more distancing himself. But, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being a little paranoid after Colton and Ethan doing that little shtick that they did. But, I feel like I'm going to lose Connor after the summer. But... That's okay. He's moving on with his life and he's going to have new friends and hopefully live with a new family of some sort in the future. And I hope the best for him. Well, I hope the best for everyone that I talked about, but maybe not. Maybe not Carter. He He's kind of an asshole to everyone. He kind of just deserves whatever comes his direction. Um, but Connor's been kind of distancing himself and not talking that much. And he talks about really mundane um, things like fishing, which is really weird and stupid in my opinion. We don't need to talk about fishing. Literally everyone up here fishes. Um, and then I've been kind, I've actually been talking a little more to Jared, but it's nothing too new. He goes to a decent amount of our border bro meets and he puts in some time to actually come and hang out. And he's a, he's a pretty nice guy. He just needs to Past high school, hopefully. He, he just needs to do that. That's my only issue on it. He got a job. Ethan also got a job. Pretty proud of both of them. They both went to Super 1. So they're getting in line to become adults. And hopefully they do. And then... H- Hannah. Um, me and my sister's connection have been very strong. And now we're getting to know each other on a more personal and rough level. Hannah always flicks me off and I'm treating her like I'd treat any of my friends. Because Hannah's a good friend of mine. She really is. A very good person. And Carson. Carson's always been a good and loyal friend to me. And something that I've always appreciated about Carson is is his character. There are a couple of things that I don't necessarily... um, Well, I don't think I'd be like... There are a couple of things that kind of set me off. About him. Just kind of about his own personal life. And how he likes to hide his emotions from everyone. Social baggage is never the way to go. That's a good way to end up like Colton. But. Anyone can decide to do whatever with their life. And I'll respond accordingly. I'm not going to be treating anyone like they're a kid. If you want to do something you go ahead and do it. Doesn't matter if I agree or disagree. So yeah. Um, but overall, I feel like I'm losing my friends and I'm slowly beginning to accept that. At the very end of the day, if I still have my sister and my mother with me, that's all I really need. But right now, I believe I still have Connor and Carson and maybe a little bit from Jared. And if Colton and Ethan come to say hi once in a while, that's great. I'm not saying critical things because I don't like people. It's just because I feel stressed out that... I'm getting inconvenienced or that I feel like I'm being inconvenienced, but I'm slowly realizing that it's a part of life. Not everything will always go in your direction and you won't won't always hear the things that you want to hear, but at the end of the day, you might have to accept it and move on. And I know eventually after when I leave town, I'm going to have to make new friends as well. I'm going to be leaving a lot of people behind me. 
And I kind of accept it because it's going to happen. I'm going to make some new friends along the way and I might even meet my old ones again. But we'll see what happens. And that leads us into the future. Um, what do I plan to do with my life? Uh, well, I plan to finish the ACTs, rock on that, do the SATs, finish college up up here in International Falls. Hopefully I get accepted somewhere in the Twin Cities. If not, I want to go to North Dakota State University. I want to get at least a bachelor's degree, if not a master's degree in political science. I want to become some sort of politician and... My ultimate goal is to become governor of Minnesota. And yes, maybe, just maybe, if I see that the political atmosphere is conveniencing me, I might even run for president of this country. But that is never a guarantee. But who knows? Nathan Anderson, 2060, could be a real thing. I'd be 56, which is around the time that I would believe I'm a prime candidate for the presidency. Not too young, so not inexperienced, but not too old, so I'm not like Donald Trump or Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or really any modern presidential candidate that isn't Andrew Yang or um, that the, the uh, Pete Buttigieg. Bernie Sanders is probably one of the more mature old ones, but he has an ideology that I don't necessarily align with, which is more extreme left-wingism. I don't necessarily agree with all the things. I'm fine with health care. I'm fine with um, getting free in college. But there's a bunch of problems with that. But I believe compromise will ultimately be the solution to the country. As it has been for a decent amount of time. And that's something that the country's been lacking between the both political parties is compromise. As president, I know I'm going to be one of two things for this country. One... I will either make one of the political parties extremely dominant over the other, or two, I'll be the one to make both parties become more compromising. And the very, I guess the, thir- the third one is I, I become a part of the Democratic or Republican Party, and I just ended up being another mundane president. That, that'd be a little bad, but I am still president, I guess. But I want to make a change in this world, or perhaps someone else will do it for me. I'd be fine with the other, one one way or the other, if this country can be great without my presence or with it, either will work. Um, well, um, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Uh, this is more of just about me and my life right now. Uh, right now, I'll, I'll talk about some other things because that's all I have left. Uh, at my house, we're... Do- we are cleaning the man cave out a little bit, which is a room in our garage that um, the former group, the House Destroyers, was mainly incorporated in. And we're also cleaning out the garage and getting all that stuff situated with. We actually sold some chairs and a table for $20. And hopefully we can sell some more stuff to get it out of there. Um, I work a little bit for the week. And then on Wednesday at 5 o'clock, I'm having a Border Bros meet. Um... If you are of any of the people that I'm about to list right now, Nathan Anderson, Hannah Anderson, Colton Hollis, Ethan Collishaw, Connor Mann, Carson Simonians, or Jared Jensen, you are all invited to show up at 5 or even later. From 5 to 6 o'clock, we'll be doing introductions and games, and then at 6 o'clock, we'll be trying the Chili Dogs G Fuel. Yes, it is actually Chili Dogs, and I'm going to try to chug one. So yeah, we'll... We'll see what happens with that, and hopefully that is a lot of fun. Yay. Um, 
Can't really think of anything else to say besides I need to set up my ACT account a little more. I need to put a picture of myself on there so they can identify me. And probably get some pre-ACT tests if I can find them. And yeah, we'll just do that. So um, I don't think there is much else for me to say. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Um, I'm probably going to be doing a podcast on Wednesday night, which it might be a live podcast. It might not be. Most likely not, just because I know no one watches these anyway. And um, I will let this be known. I will be releasing all podcasts by the year um, to the public. Um, 2040 will be when I officially release these so that the public can see them. Actually, it'll probably be within the span of 2040 to 2045 for um, the public to see. If you do discover this podcast earlier and you want to ruin my chances of a political career in my 20s, you can go right on ahead and do that. Um, I will let this be known. I am only a child right now. I'm only 17 years old, and even if I was 18, I still believe I'd still be near being a child. I, I still don't understand this world properly. So probably this version of me that you're hearing right now probably does not accurately represent who I who I am now as of um you hearing this recording. Unless if it's when within the first year or two then it probably does still. But yeah, so if you try to use this to screw with me or mess with me Politically or anything, um, that that's not that cool. Not poggers, not um, not good. You're very, you're being a very sussy baka. And sheesh. So yeah, please don't do that. That that would not be cool at the slightest. If you want to, and um, CNN and any other major news network that may or may not exist in the future, as of August second of two thousand twenty one tries to scrutinize me and my character. Um, well, that's good for them. They're, they're getting their paychecks while doing that, and I'm doing something good for this world. I'm giving people money at the expense of my own image. So I guess, yeah, whatever happens, happens. If I'm a politician or not, whatever. Whatever. Now, future Nathan, if you are hearing this because of the scrutiny that is currently going on because of us, um, I'm sorry that I had to do this recording. I'd vent out some emotions because I am an emotional teenager. And um, yeah, I'm losing some friends and school's coming up. I'm getting pretty stressed out. So yeah, I- I'm sorry, man. I-, I, be- I believe at the end of the day, though, if you've changed a lot, you wanted to change within the respect that you're more understanding of how I was in the past, like right now. And then you're probably grown and developed you're probably as fat as I am now at 280 pounds, even though a lot of people think that we look like 250, we're actually much heavier because of our thick thighs. Um, yep. Now the public notes, the reason why we don't look as fat is because it all goes into the thighs when we wear them. Um, we only wear slacks and, and never jeans. If we wore jeans, everyone would see everything. So wear sweatpants. All right. Um, that is it, everyone. Thank you for watching. Wednesday near 6 o'clock, um, we'll be filming a podcast, and then that will be most likely released um, at the very latest Thursday, yeah, th- Thursday, Thursday morning or afternoon, I'd, I'll be releasing it, and you can listen to me chug an entire thing of Chili Dogs G Fuel. There will also be recordings of me doing that, which you'll probably want to see even more. I might vomit, who knows, um, 
but we'll have to see. Um, thank you everyone for watching, and as always, Baba Booey. Okay, see ya.